The Stanley Parable. Easy on the wallet, but is it worth your time? We experience the most extreme version of workplace monotony. In order to find out, here on Broken Gaming. Welcome, absolutely everyone, to Broke and Gaming. I'm your host, Shay. I'm your other host, Dan, and it is episode 50. And here to celebrate with us, two of our favorite guests, we have Lex and Kelsey. Thank you guys so very much for being here with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about this game. And really, what I'm really excited about is the quiz with you guys. Oh, yeah. Kelsey did a great job coming up with the whole conceit for the quiz. And I think our questions are going to knock you guys away. But but first, we have to talk about a game, right? What what, what game are we Actually, first, we're going to do a bit of a throwback because uh, the three of you, Shay, Lex, and Kelsey, used to have a podcast called Is This Show Good? And I thought it would be fun for this 50th episode to do a bit of a throwback for that. So, cue the theme music. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Welcome to Is This Show Good, a show about TV by three amateur TV enthusiasts who don't know fuck all about TV. I'm Shay. I guess we're doing introductions again. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing it again. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Lex. And today we have a a robot. And I'm Lex. (laughs) And today we have a special guest from the Broken Gaming Podcast. We want to welcome Dan. Dan, how's it going? I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh, long-time yeah, listener, first-time caller. So I wanted to present for you guys the first episode of The Last of Us, because we are a video game podcast. You guys are a television podcast. Meld those two worlds together. So let's see. This is a, an adaptation of the Sony game of the same name. There are some slight differences between the TV show and the video game, but what did you guys think? Lex and Kelsey, I'll, I'll let you guys go first because uh, <laughs> oh, because we saw the but whole I still thing. have thoughts. <laughs> I watched this episode like right when HBO dropped it. I've been really excited for this show. I've always thought that The Last of Us had a pretty engaging story. It's like <laughs> with my limited experience with the games, I think I only played like two or three hours of it. The story was probably the only thing I liked about it. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, I, I saw this tweet that was like, the show is pretty good, but they've cut out the six hours of Joel dying because he got caught by the security. <laughs> <laughs> Those would be in the special features. Yeah. Yeah. I just found the video. I, there's so many people who absolutely love the both the first and the second The Last of Us games. And I don't mean to like. You know, if that's your cup of tea, that's great. I, th- I found the video games kind of tedious, but... Just You're a big Elden one. Ring fan, right? <laughs> yeah. I, okay, <laughs> just, just check <laughs> The Last of Us is more tedious than Elden Ring. I will say that. Um, Whoa. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, but no, this is not about the video game. This is, this is a TV podcast that we're inside right now and i think that hbo has done a really fantastic job with turning 
video game content into television series, something that is, as history has proven, very difficult to do. Uh, I don't think that, you know, if you hold this up to other movies and television shows based off of video games, obviously this kind of blows everything else out of the water, but that's kind of a low bar (laughs) that has been been set. Lex, why do you think it's so difficult for studios to adapt video games to TV shows? TV shows especially. The problem is, is the the narrative format, right? Like video yeah. games have to really be set up in a way that is constantly replayable, constantly like engaging in ways where it gives full agency to the player most of the time, right? And so trying to create a TV show where you just kind of have to sit back and um, watch it happen, video games aren't really conducive to that case in point the halo tv show <laughs> like Woof. there's um, a halo tv yeah. show it, oh yeah, my gosh was... yeah don't worry oh, about that wait hold on a second <laughs> fucking kelsey b b and g stan over here didn't remember the episode where i talked about the halo tv show with timmy i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> wait okay shout so out my... to timmy by the way shout out to yeah. me I was going to say, I think I agree with Lex's point because, like, a video game main character has to be a blank slate to some extent because people, Mm -hmm. for some reason, like, cater video games to people who want to, like, insert themselves into something. And, like, it's really hard to turn that character into someone who's interesting to watch on television instead of, like, I am this guy. (laughs) Like, you know, I think that's really complicated. I think a big part of what makes The Last of Us such a special game is it's so much more about the narrative than it is the gameplay in a lot of cases. Like, the big appeal is the story of Joel and Ellie and their growth as a father and surrogate daughter and where all that goes. Like, yes, it's fun to shoot zombies and go around a wasteland and all that, but that's the core of this. Like, that was a big turning point for video game narratives in general, like, where you really, really care about the characters. Whereas with a lot of adaptations, like, how much do you give a fuck about Scorpion from Mortal Kombat? <laughs> Zero. How much do you... I can, like, answer how you much... I can answer that for you based on the media produced for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. How much story is included in the Mario Brothers games? How much story is included in Sonic? This is something that was written almost like a teleplay as it stands. And so, like, it makes for a perfect adaptation. And then you just cut out that filler of 20 minutes of trying to very quietly get past a, a clicker group or whatever. So I think it's perfect for <laughs> for that that kind of adaptation. Writing has a big thing, like, a big part of it to do with it, too, right? Like, video game writers, like, for most video games, like you talked about, like, most, like, Mario and, and um, Halo and, you know, video games. I think that... Like, the the writers for video games, with the exception of narrative games like The Last of Us, they, like, just have a very different job, right? Like, yeah. um, even, even games that I love, like Zelda, like, the stories for those games are not very compelling <laughs> in, in <Yeah>. my eyes. <laughs> and most of them, for most, you know, in most cases, but... Obviously, The Last of Us is a big exception to that. I think that that's why it translates super well. When I heard that HBO was making a TV show, I was like, "Uh, this might be really good. It might be really bad. It might, you know, whatever. At least I won't have to play the video games. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Because I was always interested in the story. Like, I know, like, the most of the beats of the story, but... I just didn't want to have to like learn the mechanics of the game. And so now I don't have to anymore. So fair Lex and Dan, you both brought up kind of non story driven games uh, and included in that list Sonic, right? 
Yeah, which, in all fairness, like the movies. Well, did hold on, do hold on. Well. Let me. All right, sorry. let me ask my question. <laughs> yeah. Well, are we talking TV? Well, TV and movies. There was a cartoon. Right this second. Your also. Honor. The rest of my case. Sit down, Phoenix Wright. <laughs> Objection or whatever. Phoenix Wright TV show win. Fe- Phoenix no, Wright, have, yo, besties, besties. Phoenix Wright has a TV show already. I'm sure oh, you're not it? aware. Oh yeah, uh, that bitch. That oh, bitch, yeah. of course, oh, is yeah. animated. And you know, Lex. <laughs> two. Wait, okay. Got two. Lex, Lex. Sidebar. Takashi Miike, the audition director, directed the Ace oh, Attorney film adaptation. What? Yes, bestie. Yes. All right. Can we just talk about this? Yes, I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he truly where can has I, like a where yen. Where can I for watch it. this? Uh, I don't fucking know. I haven't Crunchy seen it. Roll. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably, probably off of Google.com. Uh, it's a tiny movie download. Ah. The Pirate Bay. The Pirate Bay.gov? I can't. JPN.gov. Yeah, it's like a service that they provide in Japan. It's like, give me the movie. But yeah, no, he. We know that no one in your country will let you do No, no, no. No, no, no. Shay, your question. Yes. So both of you brought up the Sonic the Hedgehog series, which has had several successful cartoons, but mm-hmm. what do you think was different about the Sonic the Hedgehog movies that have been such a, a huge hit Ben the Schwartz. franchise? Just the inclusion <laughs> of Ben Schwartz. Who's that? Yeah. Love Ben Schwartz. That's all I got. I mean, I honestly don't know. Any I deeper mean, opinions from... It can't uh, possibly Max. be I, Jim Carrey. I think they are fun. Oh, I don't think it's Jim Carrey, but I'm, I'm, but I'm asking, <laughs> no. but, like, casting has never mattered before, and... Uh, oh, I don't know if that's true. We'll get back but... to that when it comes to The Last of Us in just <laughs> yeah. a moment, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Um, when I say never... But... All right, whatever. Fucking, <laughs> Lex, what are your opinions on the Sonic movies? You've deployed so my I... whole fucking interviewer's persona here. <laughs> Um, I think that the, the both one and two Sonic movies. I think they're they're. I I didn't love Lexi, them. Love them. You have children, so I assume that you've watched it forty eight times each. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, like my son didn't really get into it that much. I was gonna uh, say I, I feel like why. might be like. Oh wait, I shouldn't. I was, maybe I shouldn't <laughs> I was give the kids He's he would be scared of Sonic. I feel like, which is very it's highly rational. Like I'm not. That's yeah. not a criticism of him in any way. I do have a genuine opinion as to why it might have been a bigger cultural touchstone than what it ended up probably supposed to have oh, been. It's it's because of the art controversy. I think so. I think <laughs> yeah, because the, yeah. the fact that the studio actually took the time to listen to people and redesign that version of Sonic, I think it made people more invested in it. I think uh, that was a psyop. Yeah. That's my conspiracy theory. Like, yeah. Michael, it's truly, I think they released that initial design and were like, now watch all these internet hot take bitches like come up on us and then we'll like make ourselves oh, look really man. good by redesigning I it. Hope, you know what I mean? I hope that's what they're doing with Chris Pratt in this new Mario movie. Like they, they should, cast they great should original execute Mario. Him. Like truly, <laughs> yeah. the, my my dream would be that uh, his performance is so hated that they execute him publicly. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Episode 50 is the fucking best episode of this podcast. <laughs> Just no. kidding. No, I, uh, no, I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Hot takes left and right. This is, this is clearly a mistake. Uh, so I, I'm really happy with how 
The Last of Us show started. Mm-hmm. That opening scene is perfect. It explains exactly what this world is. It explains why this is a viable option for a real world apocalypse. I I love the tone of it, despite the fact that the dude who played Big Head in uh, Silicon in Valley, Silicon Valley. <laughs> was like so weirdly dismissive. Like Josh yeah. Brenner, I don't like the way he acted that, but Josh uh, John Hanna as the, oh, yeah. the scientist, just the sincerity with like, no, this is exactly how this could occur. Like, this is a real world thing. There are cordyceps that, that control ants' minds. That's not made up for the show. That's a real thing. And setting it in a frame of like, if the world were to get warmer, it would give them a reason to evolve. Like, it makes such perfect sense. Yeah. I've seen a lot of praise for the show has been about like how good of a job the writers have done, like fleshing out a lot of the details that the video game kind of left up to your interpretation. Right. Yeah. They never really talked about like or really showed in the video games like, you know, uh, scientists like predicting the stuff or like talking about the science of how it spreads. Uh, And they even changed it from like, you know, in the video games, it's spores to where it's like not that in the in the show i've already seen a theory as to how it spreads so quickly without the use Mm. of spores but i think that's details that will be revealed later on in this in the show yeah yeah have you guys watched the the episode that came out most recent episode three yet i I I didn't see episode three i don't think yeah no intentionally because uh, i knew we were doing this but i did watch the second episode and the theory that i've seen online is that it spread through flour Mm -hmm. yeah I thought that was fact. Uh, that's how strongly I've seen that presented is that I had the impression that that was how it happened. Yeah, but I think I that's that's the because uh, I guess there was a podcast that the creators did where they were like, we've left breadcrumbs for everybody to follow. If you're <laughs> OK, and I'm like, oh, uh, come right. on. Uh, OK, what if it spread through like money and they were like, it's bread, you know, like it's the dough. Yeah, it's that kind of bread. It's and then it's cream, and then it's like a heavy handed lesson about capitalism is ruining yeah. our lives. Speaking fucking, of which I'd love it. Well the fucking game that we are talking about tonight. That's all for Is This Show Good? Speaking of capitalism, the game we're here okay. to talk about today. Oh man, if only we were doing a transition to the game. If only we cared no, about this game come and on. talk about it. Are we are we for real done with the the last oh, no, discussion? No, I want to hear what Shane. Yeah, I want to hear what Wait, no, I wait. I wanted to say real quick that the only yeah. I did only watch this because we talked about that we were going to do it. But I will tell you, I probably had seen about fifty percent of it on TikTok via Pedro yes. Pascal edits, which are rampant on that application. <laughs> Thank you. As they should be. Oh yeah, no, hey, I'm not correct. complaining because it's it's either that or like Mads Mickelson, which I'm like, the girls need new material on that guy because it's been like ten years since Hannibal was off the air. Like, come on. So yeah, yeah I'm um, not unhappy. Just wanted to say that was my exposure. Yeah. I, I really like Pedro as Joel. I'm not fully yet sold on Bella Ramsey as Ellie. I hate precocious child characters, so she's kind of aggravating to me. But it's yeah. a personal problem. It's not. Well, her. she's like a full-on dick too. Yeah, like she's an asshole. <laughs> if I grew up as an orphan in a military school and then had this all, like I don't. Oh, blame I get her it. For it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but just yeah, don't it's... like her. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a the Game of Thrones person. The actress is great, though. By the way, I like her, the actress a lot. Yeah, she's a child actress. That? I know Shay's not a fan. <laughs> I will keep my opinions about Bella Ramsey to myself. Cool. That's yeah. My big issue with the show came with the daughter, actually, and her dynamic with Joel, because they kind of set him up as this like 
Homer Simpson, like Papa Bear and the Berenstein Bears, like doofus father. Which <laughs> Papa is Papa Bear is so yeah, it's, really... it's, it's a fucking seventy year old trope that needs to fucking die. Like in the game, Joel is not a helpless idiot. You know that in... Joel would have never forgotten a cake. Mm, well, he might have done that, but like it wouldn't have been like. I also forgot where my keys were, and also I don't know where my money is, and also what what are shoelaces? What are those? What do I do when I leave the house? Fucking! I don't Jonas. know how to get a watch fixed. Exactly. Like what? I mean, that was I in mean, both, to be fair, too. But that was an emotional plant, though. I mean, that was I yes, know. right, right. But like, I. First off, they aged up the daughter, which I, I thought get. she was so sweet. By the way, I don't know oh, anything yeah, yeah, about the yeah. game, yeah. but I thought, I thought she, she was did. so I sweet. I thought she I crushed it. The the actress that they got to play the daughter yes. did a phenomenal she, job. She was great. Right? Yeah. The, there's, I'm not critiquing her. Oh yeah, no, this yeah, I'm this is just what an interjection. What the, the writing team did with the daughter. They aged her up, which I get is to more one to one replace her with Ellie. Further, I think it's, it was also like important for the other like changes they made to like. You know, her going off on her own to fix her dad's watch. And, like, she couldn't have done that if she was, like, seven, right? <laughs> like, yeah. like I, she had to be aged up a little bit to do some, like, for for her to be kind of the main character uh, in the Right, but you have the uncle right there. The show. You have the uncle right there. Who, Tommy? Add emotional, yeah, add emotional weight by having Tommy take her to fix the watch. Right. But he was working not, with Joel. I don't think I understood like, at all point. that he was related to them until you just said <laughs> uncle right now. Was he, yeah. Is he a family member? I thought yeah, he was yeah. just his He's weird Joel's coworker brother. who it's, lived with I, them. It is clear, it's clear in the game. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, I think wow. Joel comes into the house and says Uncle Tommy is out front or something like that. Yeah, I and thought that was just I don't like think shorthand. He says that like, oh, the, we all are like buds. Okay. Oh my god. No, but yeah, I guess they're supposed to be brothers. I guess the fact that they're, like, different races in the show is maybe <laughs> indicative of more of a um, all, all three like... of them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. they are, it's a blended family at the, at the minimum. Like, I was, I would never have picked that up just by visual cues, at yeah. least. Which, you know, right. I should have paid more attention, but whatever. whatever. Well, so, but, okay, but, all right, to Lex's point about the uncle being with Joel when she gets the watch fixed, you Mm. could have him, like, Tommy doesn't seem like a particularly reliable person uh, (laughs) work-wise, so, like, you could easily have him call off that day and take her to get the watch fixed, you know? the The whole point was that Joel was late because they both had to work Yeah, but she didn't get the watch fixed that day. Yes, yeah, she, yeah, she did. Did she? Yeah, that was yeah. on the same day, that I whole, think. Yeah, the whole thing. Did, that was all place in the... on his birthday. And, on and his birthday. Yeah. so the, the reason behind that. Okay, all right. Well, the then maker... I have a different issue. Because how the okay. fuck did that guy fix that watch in an hour? No, he, he fixed not it even. Like, he while fixed he it in like there. two minutes. He fixed it like immediately. <laughs> yeah, right, that's what like, I'm saying. It yeah, doesn't it was take, just a spring. It's not a simple problem. All right. But he said, it, Look, he said it was. You're right. He did no, say no, that Shay, it was. No, you're Shay, abs- you're actually right, and I think you've turned me around on this whole episode. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> fuck this whole show. That watch thing is no, so listen, far-fetched. Listen, listen. I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but, like, I, I just have... I, I just have issues like I, just I have turned it off personal, as soon as she got to the watch store. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, no, but the, the so according to the creators, the reason they they set the first half of the first episode the way they did is they almost tricked you into thinking that Sarah was kind of the protagonist. And for those that don't know anything about 
the video games hadn't experienced any of this it was to kind of do this bait and switch of like you're really gonna give a shit about yeah. this daughter and then when things happen the way they happen they wanted you know like a they, Ned Stark you know situation you have her wander through the house looking for her dad because he's missing the way they did in the game yeah right yes yep like I'm, yep. I'm saying I why I, would the dad be missing wait what he, he wasn't he wasn't missing he was just like not he in the wo- house yeah she woke if- up he wasn't there oh. a lot yeah. of the same beats are there of like yes. them falling asleep on the couch and then he's no longer in the house when she wakes up yeah and like he the first- like, rushes in like shit's going down we gotta yeah. fucking go yeah oh. mm-hmm. the, like the first mission of the game you're controlling the daughter and then you kind of switch to joel in the escape i understand a, a, every single thing that they did on the on, with the daughter on the show and i i think they just took it a little too far that's all yeah it also made for a much much longer episode than it ne- needed to be for exactly for well, they, they could have cut no i loved everything with the daughter i actually hated everything after she died <laughs> is the truth i think okay. it got so boring after she died but it's not because of her dying it's because the most interesting like it's like they're just never going to replicate season one of The Walking Dead is like what yeah. I feel. I, I, I saw that days. tweet. I feel it so much. Like every, like every second of that show, I was like, man, I wish I was watching the pilot of The Walking Dead season. <laughs> like that shit was un, unrepeatable. Yeah. That's fair. So yeah. should we give our verdicts based uh, on the first episode? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Our verdicts are way easier, by the way, than is it, yeah. this you is guys yes have like no, a right? fully defined point system. <laughs> yeah. We were basically yeah, like, is yes it good or no? I overcomplicated things with this podcast. No, no, no. Oh my God, no. Because that's all you get on the Is This Show Good podcast. That's it's a thumbs we... up, thumbs down system. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Lex? Uh, oh, I, I have to give it a yes. I think it's great. Kelsey? I'll say it's good because I think Pedro Pascal... <laughs> Yeah, I don't mind alone. those TikTok Damn. edits at all. Fucking yep. Pedro Pascal, silver hair, yes please. Oh, he's looking yes. hotter and hotter as time goes yes. on, truly. Right. Yep. Damn. Loved him on Game of Thrones. Love him now. Solid yes from me. Having watched the first two episodes, I'm really happy with how it is as an adaptation. Dan, I don't think you understand how our scoring works. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, this show also, is good. Also, if you even mention the second <laughs> because... episode, you're shot on sight just like <laughs> ah, exactly. the actor's Mario performance. Also, by the time we give our verdicts on is this show good, we've been running for an hour and a half. And yeah, so we yeah. know we need to stop. <laughs> Truly, we're way earlier than we usually are. Because usually by this point, we've we've dug into every actor's IMDb page in That's huge true. depth. And we've gone on several Wikipedia dives. So this is this is. Yes, this show is good. Shay? <laughs> I agree. I think it's a good show. I'm going to watch the rest of it. But oh, good. I watch TV consecutively, so I need like four or five episodes to build up. Yeah, before that we decided sense. to do this, I asked you, Shay, if you were gonna, if you were excited about this, if you were going to watch it. And then you said that you wanted to wait till it was all out. And I remembered that like ever since Lost, I had promised myself that that's what I was going to do as well. <laughs> <laughs> when, what a when, bellwether like, <laughs> yeah. I had not like been engaged with the show lost. week to week since Lost <laughs> since the Lost finale I, I'm a big binger and yeah. it, the Marvel stuff fucked me up like when Marvel started doing weekly oh my God. drops can I, that, that can I tell you so, so Dan that actually that happened well before Marvel did that shit that was the beginning of the end for me for like Netflix's original content 
was they were like, yeah. we're going to start releasing episodes weekly. And I was like, do yeah. you not That's understand like... why people have Netflix no. subscriptions? Yes. <laughs> this doesn't work wanna, this way anymore. They want to watch yeah. a fucking whole season on Friday night while they're eating a whole pizza in front of their TV. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, the last thing I was engaged week to week, and this was like an, the most amazing time of my life, so I'm not hating on it. But when Twin Peaks The Return was coming out week to week and everybody was like completely insane between episodes, like <laughs> that was crazy. That's and it fair. will never happen again so i'm like why would you ever bother releasing week to week you know like you're never gonna you know what Shay, with the week to week thing and the clock issue i've changed my answer no it is not a good show yeah. <laughs> <gasps> oh you know what you know what else i forgot to mention this that's one of my favorites of pesh mode songs is never let me down again that was good i like yeah. that if they do a needle drop at the end of every episode that's gonna start getting old fast so i hope that was like it uh, i don't remember if no, they do at the end think, of the second i think that was it okay. i don't I don't know if this is just like a scene thing that like people have finally caught on to Depeche Mode, but like no, they're, they're, they're I know they're having a, they're having a moment. Right no, they are. Now. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. No, they've become vaguely cool again somehow. I don't. I'm happy with it. I, like I definitely see, see the T-shirts or knockoffs of the T-shirts. Oh yeah, uh, the much violator more than I hear the ones music. are yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's yeah. fine. All right, so I think we can wrap this up. Thank you guys for indulging me in that. I, I was a really big fan of the previous podcast, and I'm, I'm happy to do this for our 50th. But we have some business to take care of. We have a game to discuss, and we will start, as we always start, with our short change history. Today we're talking about The Stanley Parable, which is a 2013 branching narrative game designed and written by developers Davey Redren and William Pugh. Originally, a version of this game was released in 2011 as a mod for Half-Life 2 coded by Redden. With what? A full, yep, with a full-fledged standalone game with new pathways, areas, and endings when Pew joined the team and under the studio name Galactic Cafe. The Stanley Parable was met with near-universal acclaim, becoming an important touchstone in experimental video gaming. An expanded edition called The Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe was released in 2022, including nearly double the content of the first standalone version. Davey Redren also released The Beginner's Guide, another non-traditional narrative game in 2015. William Pugh, under the studio name Crows, 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 released several titles, including The Temple of No, Accounting, and Accounting Plus. The original Stanley Parable is available for PC, Linux, and Mac platforms. And the Ultra Deluxe version is available at a higher price for those previously mentioned platforms, as well as Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. All right, so normally we do have the guest talk about what this game actually is, but we have two guests. So which one of you would like to take the reins and talk about what this game actually entails? I can do my best. So the Stanley Parable is like a game where you are a literally like faceless drone in like a corporation in the truest sense of the word of like it, there's copiers and computers and stuff but it's not really clear what you guys do there's like powerpoints and charts that you see but it's like business generically or like sales or salary work or whatever and your character stanley kind of like realizes that all of his co-workers are gone like one day while he's in the office and then literally your choices start from there because i could say and you go and find out what happened to them but, like, you don't have to. You could stay in your office and, like, close the door and just do whatever. But, like, it's a it's less a game than it is an exploration of, like, what would you do? <laughs> you know, yeah. like a John Quinone situation of, like, what yeah. would you do? <laughs> 
um, of like, what would you do if this happened to you? Like, and there's a narrator who kind of narrates what you're doing, but also offers his fucking opinion in every capacity, whether it's wanted or not. And Ugh, what a <laughs> okay. man. he is such a dick. I was so mad. <laughs> but yeah, so it, the game is like, it offers you this, the scenario. And then basically from that point, it's like, and now what? It's in your yep. hands kind of thing. Yep. Yep. So the original release of this game, like the, the, the original standalone, I should I should specify, has 19 different endings to the different paths that you can take. And some of the choices are like, do you take the left door or the right door? The narrator will full on say, Stanley took the left door mm-hmm. with two doors sitting in front of you and you can choose to take the right door. The narrator will kind of try to guide you back to the correct path, but you can do whatever you want and see through all of these different choices some of them are pretty basic like you go to your manager's office you find out that the whole thing i mean i say this is basic it's still fucking batshit <laughs> you find out that there's a mind control device underneath the whole building and you can shut it off and then walk out and that's the i think default ending yeah that yeah. was my that was my first ending that i just was just <laughs> I just didn't wanted to see how fast I could speed run the game. So I was like, I bet yeah. if I just do everything the narrator says I should do, I'll get through it really quickly. And I did. Uh, and but not fast very, enough, Lex. Not, it was not very enough for the achievement. Unsatisfying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. Ugh. It was very unsatisfying. Yeah. Yeah, so then there's other ones where you just actively defy what the narrator is telling you. The narrator will get more and more angry with you and start locking parts of the game out like the broom closet or if you go into the computer code like if you're playing this on pc and you go into the into the code to alter things you get locked in the serious room which is just unbreakable like you can't do anything from that point with the narrator just mocking you like no you're here forever now and the game is just ruined from that point on you have to completely install it and reinstall it to get out of that room like this whole thing is a marvel in programming it's so fucking impressive all the different possibilities just alone is mind-boggling 19 in the original they added an additional 24 different pathways and endings in the ultra deluxe edition they removed one because they kind of replaced it with something similar but fucking now they they acknowledged a bug let's they didn't remove anything Yeah, I mean, there's an expanded version of the the museum, but yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're right. I spent so long in that museum ending, just looking at all this stuff because, like you were saying, it oh is my like God, crazy everything. the programming. Yeah, in that. I was like, I'm never gonna get all of these, but like, <laughs> I, no, I mean, like, just realistically, I'm not. So I was just poking around in there for like forever. I think that was probably not most of my gameplay time, but mm-hmm. like. <laughs> surprising chunk of it because i was it was it was a weird thing to discover without having like explored all of the other stuff that was the second that was the second ending i got (laughs) was the museum yeah i think me too yeah well i think mine was confusion which was i hated that ending (laughs) so like it was like my first ending was like oh this is unsatisfying and then the second ending was like this is terrible and then i got to the museum and i was like okay this is kind of cool and that's what kind of like inspired me to keep playing the game because after the confusion ending i was ready to turn it off and be like okay (laughs) yeah this game is yeah when i posted the chart in our our discord in the lead up to this i did point out that there's one ending that you have to play 
a game where you just click a button over and over to prevent a little cardboard cutout of a baby from going into a fire for four <laughs> straight hours, like in real time, in order to unlock a certain ending, which not fucking worth it. I watched no. a playthrough in the preparation for this of some of the stuff that I didn't get to. And even the person making that video was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Look it up this somewhere is... else. And I'm like, good for you. This is like those playthroughs of The Witness where like you see the 100% ending and it includes the one where you have to watch like a 90 minute video. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you can't even leave your computer alone because you have to hold down your mouse to like drag oh this thing across yeah. to complete the path. It is crazy. So I have to imagine it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't sorry, know why. Sorry, wait, there's an, a more unbearable version of The Witness? We're not it's even going to argue about The it. Witness. It's a great game, okay? It's really good. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I, I also did not get that to 100%. I, was, I, I complained about The Witness a lot, but I was absolutely real-world emotionally crushed by the ending of that game. It truly oh. is like a moving, a moving yeah. game, yeah. <laughs> strangely. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, anyway. I... which this is about to go against exactly what Dan just said, but I feel like one thing I really liked about this game is that it's very, like, quick to replay it. Like, you don't really have to sit around and do necessarily everything over and over again when you, like, restart or whatever. And in fact, like, again, going to the programming, the narrator will be like, yeah, you don't have to see all this stuff about the boss and all this about the (laughs) keypad and stuff. It'll, like, speed you through that after a certain point, which I was like, oh, this is, like, so cool because I hate replaying (laughs) shit over and over again. Um, (laughs) So it's like, I love this game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It does streamline a lot of things so that you're not just doing the same exact things. Yeah, Yeah. which is brilliant. They'll also make little alterations in subsequent playthroughs as well, which... It, it's barely noticeable at first, and then it just gets more and more drastic depending on what your previous endings were, what, what choices you're making in that particular playthrough. Like, it's just these little things that stack on top of each other that it's so fucking cool. Yeah, that's what I was going to say was, like, my the thing that I liked enjoyed the most about this game was that it, it almost made you question your sanity a little bit <laughs> when it first starts happening where you're just like, wait, was that there before? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> Is this building doing what I'm thinking it's doing? It's uh, it's very. Do you guys ever read the book House of Leaves? Oh my God! And, yes, yeah, I was yeah. thinking that exact thing. That yes. this game gave me uh some some of those vibes. But so, what do you think? Should we get into pros and cons? Does anybody have any other so, discussion points? Yeah, is this game good? Is that? What <laughs> 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 That's not what they do here, Kelsey. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Our worst fan, Kelsey. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I gave you the half point. I the, this game. You brought ass. so much to this I'm podcast. A, genuinely, I'm a, I'm a bad fan, but I'm a good contributor. Okay, I'm a I, provider. Fair. <laughs> yes. Our podcast parent, Kelsey. <laughs> I'm your father. <laughs> Here's some money. <laughs> go, go buy a new game. <laughs> Just a pat on the head, <laughs> off to work. Go yeah. for it, champ. See you guys. <laughs> Putting my tie on, but my toast is in my mouth, like my briefcase. I'm like, I gotta go. I love this. Okay. Near Automata, right. go get it, Tiger. <laughs> Here's 60 bucks. Oh my god, 60 bucks. Yeah, that's not, even the, that's nice. not even the most recent Near game, I don't think. Man, I don't even. <laughs> you could have said anything you wanted, and I would have been like, yeah. yep. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Melee. Here you go. <laughs> Buy the DLC too. You know, take your time. 
I don't know. All, All right, right. So, <laughs> so let's let's get into pros and cons because this is going to be a four-hour podcast as it stands. <laughs> Big pro, like I said, programming. There's so much smart programming in this. Some things that I would never have thought about, not that I am a game designer, not that I have any desire to be a game designer, but like so much inventive ideas at play here. My biggest con, I think, is the fact that I don't know that this is, in the classic sense, a game. It's It's an interactive mm-hmm. experience. I don't know that I would really call it a game or it should be classified as a game. What do you guys think? I bought this on the same day that I bought a game, a quote unquote game <laughs> called Dream Daddy, which I would say is You're like... playing Dream Daddy? <laughs> I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I, I not kidding i've mentioned this as something that i want to cover for the show at some point oh my god it was ten dollars cheaper i was kind of like how come we're not covering this but okay so kelsey if you commit to me right now that you'll cover like i i already googled how to get the cult ending like i was like very invested in this game but anyway the gist of it is that is way less of a game like this to me had at least like interaction and like right gameplay and stuff yeah Yeah, agency yeah so and i guess yeah i just maybe it was the comparison but i would say this is a game of sorts i also did play ace attorney which is literally like the most point and clicky (laughs) point and click of all time so like whatever but i wouldn't necessarily call that a game either that's why that's what you are as our specialist for this show is like (laughs) the more narrative driven kind of thing yeah i'm like there's no battles in this but it still feels like a game to me yeah It's it's gamification of tasks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not as interested in the like the conversation of like, is this a game or is it just a walking simulator? You know, like that people like to argue about. I'm more. In, That's true. I like, should go fuck myself. You're right, Lex. <laughs> Lex said, I don't no, give a I fuck mean... what you're talking about, Dan. So, moving on. What you're saying no. is wholly uninteresting to me. But in... <laughs> no, my my point is is my big con with this game is that. Not so much is it a game or not. It's more is this is it like a fulfilling experience? Okay. As a game? Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. like I talked about, like my first few endings, and even some of the other endings that I found. Every time, like whether the credits roll or if they didn't, if it just like restarted at the beginning, I was just like, why? <laughs> like, what was <laughs> the point of that? Um, I can see that. And it really. And maybe that's kind of the like the point of the game is to make you like question like why are you doing this right like that's kind of the philosophical like you know are you just like Stanley just like doing either what you're doing because they told you to do it or not or you're doing it uh, you're not doing it because they told you to do it right (laughs) like yeah uh, Mm. either way it's kind of the illusion of free, free choice type of thing because the developers coded this game in a way where they are controlling the outcome no matter what you choose, right? But I don't know. I just don't. I just didn't think that that whole conversation of philosophy was like super interesting to me. I don't know. I, that, that was like, it seemed like this game that was trying to do this whole winky naughty thing that like Shay hates. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. I and was I wondering when we would get like, to this. I'm man, like, I can't oh. wait for Shay to just shit on this game, and so I can be like, "Yes, Shay, I agree." For yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been living in a bubble this whole podcast so far. Uh, Shay, yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> oh All right, I got six endings into this game before I looked up a guide, 
And I can yes. tell you right now, I did not give a shit about any of the six endings that happened. All right, yes. perfect. I, I I could I couldn't I couldn't care less about starting this yeah. game over. I could not. I I like the message that this game is trying to convey is that you should fucking go outside and touch grass. Right? Touch grass. Yeah. And touch then, grass. And then they fucking programmed fucking forty hours of not touching grass into the game. Yep. Like, hmm. I and it made you. Do you want me to play me... it or not? It just made me feel like I was missing something because there's all these like glowing reveal like reviews about this game. Right, exactly. So many people talk about how much they love this game so much and how like it it, it just like expands on what a game mean like what what a game is supposed to be. Do you guys want to know the truth about what yeah. like I genuinely think this? I think everyone would love if all their coworkers just fucking disappeared. <laughs> I'm oh not God. even I, kidding. I, hmm. Can you imagine if you were at your job <laughs> yeah. and you left your office and you were like, hey, everybody's coworker gone. I hate. I, like, everybody's gone. gone. That, gone. It's the dream. It is gone. the dream. And you could just do yeah. what, like, if I could go into the CEO of my company's office and, like, find a mind control system, <laughs> I would be like, what the fuck? Like, this would be the best day of my life. I think everybody who played this game and was like, this is amazing, like, has thought all of this stuff. Like, they're not getting a new experience of philosophy by playing this game. They're getting a simulator of, what if my coworkers just fucking blew up and died? It's, it's like, just wish fulfillment, the whole thing. It, yeah, it's truly it's the that's ultimate my fantasy fulfillment game. <laughs> I would agree with you if you had any kind of agency outside of the office building. You know what I mean? Hmm. But like you're well, trapped. You you're, of... still, you're still. Oh. You're no. You don't. You're still trapped. Well, in the Mariella ending, building. which was my favorite. That was it's, yeah. But I what, really ha- like what, but what happens to you there? Was good. You. I don't fucking care. I'm not dying anymore. I'm oh no no no! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the one where you where you jump out the window. No, I'm not. Go to the apartment. No. I'm talking no, about the, the one where you go into the garage and you those have are, that, like, wait, no, sorry. Those are two different endings. But um, the, I was thinking of the one where you go to the apartment. Um, no, but the, honestly, the Mari- the it, even if I... fucking incredible. It was really good. That is my they, favorite, too. But, yeah. like, I, I I would agree with you that this is, like, kind of, like, the fantasy of, like, the, the best possible outcome for the job. Except, like, you're still trapped in it. Would you oh, play but, through I mean, how you like, would if you came oh, out yeah. of your office and everybody was gone? You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be novel enough for you? I would be like, holy uh, shit. Like, I know. Um, well, so, <laughs> I know if exactly. If my coworkers. Any, anyway. <laughs> I haven't I, this listen, out. Oh, my God. No. And disclaimer, disclaimer. I I like many, 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 many of my coworkers. Like, it just yeah, would provide the, a lot of interest for me. For Kelsey's if they coworkers all listening in <laughs> currently. Yeah, yeah coworkers, Kelsey's CEO I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. dedicated listener of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're a real stan. No, I think that because we, as a society, largely hate our jobs, our coworkers are unfortunately, like, lumped into that bad experience of, like, yeah, I have to come here and do my thing every day. And I think if that dramatic change happened and you could be, like, Wow, I like. I think it gives you the illusion of having control in your workplace, which is, I think, like huge. Yeah. Which, what's weird? To, why I didn't ever feel that way was because maybe I like I I got too meta as I was playing this, like almost immediately, where I was just like, because the yeah, game actually, is called. Now that you say that, Lex. I think I think that uh, I that may have been my pitfall. The game I immediately is finished this the game Stanley... and locked myself out of two Dream Daddy roots immediately, <laughs> so I built less agency there too. Okay. The game the game is called the Stanley Parable, and from all the what I've heard about it, it's supposed to be like 
this whole like meta commentary on video games. So I didn't even oh. come into it with like the you know mindset of like oh Stanley is a real per- like you're supposed to enter yourself into a real person and a real job. Like I had this notion in my head that like they are supposed to represent represent you as a video gamer clicking where the video game is telling you to click and pretending that you have agency or free will when all of this stuff is already mapped out for you. Yeah. Like any video game. Right. Lex, um, Lex, I'm glad you brought that up actually, because like I, I was actually curious about this because this is, this is something that I thought the entire time I was playing the game, like this yeah. game came out in fucking 2013. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Was this the first game that introduced this idea? I mean, that's the only explanation for it. Like, I feel like nowadays it's kind of been done done to death. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, that's that's what I'm saying is that, like, is is my missing this game when it first came out, is that what's tainting my perception of it? Or oh, was, that's it, a, was this a very well groundbreaking be. game? That yeah. could very well be. Yeah. Because I think we do kind of now have so many games that are meta-commentaries on mm-hmm. the industry as a whole. I mean, fuck, we've covered four of them on this show. That's (laughs) very fucking true. Uh, You know? But, like, did they come out before this game did, you know? Like, there is no game. Like, I I think... No, there is no game game was definitely after this one. Yeah. Did it? Okay. uh, Yeah. It it, it is very possible that this was one of the first to tackle it in, in this direct way. Like, there's points where the narrator drops the facade of, like, you are Stanley. They start addressing you kind of directly... Still yeah. under the guise of Stanley, but it's clear that they're talking to the player. There's a whole ending where it's like, oh, this isn't enough of a fucking game for you? Fine. Yeah. Then here, we'll do something else. In the original game, it's a Minecraft parody. Like, yeah, it, that exact art style. And you get to a certain point and they're just like, no, no, there, there's too much of this kind of thing. For the Ultra Deluxe, I think it's Firewatch in place yep. of it. Yeah. I don't think they had the Mojang stuff for it. Um, and then either way, yeah, the second part, Microsoft bought it. So yeah, can't put it on a PlayStation. Right. <laughs> then the second one is portal. And well, that's, it, it, did, did, when did portal come out? The original portal? Yeah. Let me yeah, find out before this game. I think 2006. I think the reason yeah. it was portal, by the way, is because that also started as a half-life mod. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, 2007. I was pretty close. You were pretty close. The first oh, wow. portal? 2007? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2007. So, kind of paying homage to the roots of what this game was. Portal is kind of the same... Not, I mean, not exactly the same idea, but, like, mm. kind of the same thing, where it's just, like, you have choice, but how much choice does it matter? Because it's still a... Like, it's it's a very meta game. There's you know a meta I mean? commentary that runs throughout yeah. that that as well, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, and, it, and at least they put, like, good puzzles in Portal, where this is literally just, like... <laughs> Go through this door or this yeah, door. Where, where do yeah. you choose to throw yourself off of a ledge? Right. I truly was pissed off at the like click that door five times like achievement because I went for that immediately oh and that took about ten minutes worth of time. I, did that. <laughs> I was so pissed. All right, so uh, hmm. <laughs> we'll see, but like that's that's where my trouble lies. It's like, am I thinking that this game came out? like further along in the like video game narrative collective like is that where my disdain is coming from or is it like had this already been done like if you if you played this when it came out yeah if it would have been 
a different right. thing. Yeah. I mean, I can say that the 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 reviews for the expanded edition are as positive as the original yeah, release. That's true. So as far as but the I, games community as a whole, they're they're still saying that this is like a marvel. And yes, there's there's a whole bunch of new stuff to do, but I wonder if it's like the Oscars though, where like every yeah. movie about making movies is like jacked off over for a hundred years by that, the Oscar voters. Yeah. And oh this is God. like a that video Spielberg game about movie video is gonna games. fucking sweep. But like genuinely, yeah. I mean I wonder if it's a case where it's like all these people who have built their lives and careers around like reporting on and writing about video games, like of course they would love commentary on playing video games, like that's what they yeah. do for a living. It's like when you see your job in a movie or something, you're like Oh, like I look a little more positively on that because it had like my job. Right, when you identify with a character, yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so maybe shape. Maybe the problem isn't necessarily the the timing. It's more along the lines of we're not the audience for this game. Yeah, yeah, we're We're not the like video game elite people. (laughs) So. So it's now. Wait a second. Wait a second. Does that imply that they're making the game for fucking video game critics and? Yes. Fucking. Basement nerds. Yes. Exactly. I was gonna say who, video who game critics and wow kids. Yeah. <laughs> who else was the audience for this? Like, like a Kelsey, kid who Kelsey who has loves Aaron Halo. played this game. Aaron. Um, oh my god, I, Aaron. Aaron probably loves this game. No, I don't think I don't think he'd like this because he likes <laughs> no. to have like a lot of complicated. He's a technical yeah. video game guy. That's so true. That's true. I don't I'm, think he would enjoy. I'm this. just so shocked that this game is as like highly loved as it is. Like even I, I, yeah, I am. I am also. Okay, just, but hey, we have a goddamn way to determine if if we feel one way about a video game or another, and it's called our rating system. And I've left that tab closed, so give me one second. <laughs> All right, while you do that, I'll just explain uh, if this is your first episode. So we have our own rubric built <laughs> for how to. Welcome. Yeah, if this is your first episode, I'm really I'm, sorry. Yeah, like, this is really not the first. Go back a couple and then come yeah, back. Yeah, go to back us. and re-listen to the first 49 and then come yeah. back. Yes, please, just get those counts up anyway. But uh-huh. so the way we do this is we have a 10-point system for whether or not a game is worth the cost. The first five all worth one point apiece. The last question is worth five points, and we're going to kick things off. Shay. With the first question, does it work? Uh, mechanically, this works great. There's there's no complaints whatsoever as far as how you maneuver Stanley, how you maneuver in that world. There's really nothing to complain about per se. So, yeah, it's it's a point. Lex. You know what really bothered me? Oh, and maybe there's yes. like oh. yes, <laughs> maybe, oh. oh, she's like cry hard. Tell me, <laughs> and maybe maybe there's like uh, this is supposed to happen for reasons in the game that I just didn't get to. But if you're clicking wait, on wait, things, Lex, Lex, did what? you did you did the dialogue get cut off for no, you? N- no, 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 no. Uh, but if you're if you just have your like mouse clicking while you're like walking around, you're still typing. It still makes like the typing sound, and it drove me fucking crazy. What? Wait, hold it's on. like what the even fuck when you're not. No, about, I no. When, when you I are not I, like, I, I don't know what Lex is talking about right no, now. Wait, what? No. What edition did you guys play this on? Did you play the on Switch? Obviously, I'm addicted. Okay, to Okay, so thing. this wasn't. This wouldn't be. I played it on PlayStation. Okay, so yeah, I, me too. Okay, all right. On the PC version of this game, oh my god, game, we have full platform coverage in this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, on the PC version of this game, if you are even if you're just standing next to nothing and you click the mouse button, 
uh, your keyboard starts typing, and it's the most annoying thing in the world. Um, uh, it's wait, really, really. Hold on dumb. a second. What do you What do you mean your keyboard starts typing? Like it does like, the sound of a keyboard. It does the sound effect of a keyboard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what you're but that happens. That happens on the PlayStation as well. Oh, that does it on there too. Yeah. No, it's stupid. yeah. I mean, you have I to press uh, press X, but like. Right. Right. Like it would make sense it does if that, that no would happen. Where you're standing. Yeah. No. It's. Okay. It, it, yeah, and so I was watching. Break room, a, I was watching a streamer a do this room. game, and he thought he had stumbled upon a bug where he could access a computer through a, uh, a wall, and then he walked away from the wall, and it was still typing. He's like, "Oh wait, no, the, I guess this is a feature, not a bug." And oh, that's not oh, a feature oh, oh, either. Oh, it's okay, I just see what's stupid. Happening. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. So is that uh, enough to detract <laughs> points from? I, I, I don't know. I just wanted to gripe about it. Okay. Uh, it, it, it works. It works fine. I didn't notice any like bugs or anything. I, I did like as well that I didn't have to use my keyboard at all. If you're playing on the computer and you're uh, moving around with your mouse, you can right click and it will move Stanley forward. So you can, for like accessibility purposes, you could play this game uh, just with a mouse, which is, yeah. is kind of cool. If you have a mouse, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan famously on the show does not have a mouse. Mouse hater. Resident mouse hater Dan. That's correct. R.I.P. mouse hater. Ironically, I just got a mouse pad for my work that has my my DJ logo on it. Like, I got a custom Vista Print mouse pad. And then here I am for my podcast. (laughs) I mean, I use use a mouse at work. Oh, my God. I know what it makes fucking... no sense. It's fine. It's fine. Fake. So full point, Lex. <laughs> I mean, if if you say, <laughs> I want to hear Shay first. I want to hear what Shay okay. thinks about. How oh, I go. I go last on guest episodes. So Kelsey, uh... what do you think? Oh, I don't mind alternating if you want to change it up. No, 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 no. All at All once. Right. Okay. <laughs> Ready? Three, two, three two, one. <laughs> I would give it a point. I, I think just for the programming alone, like I think the programming work is really nice regardless of how we feel about the content, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. I would give it a point. <laughs> I'm also going to give it a point, but it's like a rounded up point. Fair. You know what I mean? Like yep. if we had yeah. three quarter points, that were mm. that would be where I would at, was at. A lot of times during the game, the narrator would be cut off during the last word that he said oh, oh yeah based on like locationary cues um no, like so no, oh really because no. i have had yeah, that no where like if you cross a threshold right mid-sentence. that yeah that that yeah. would happen as well and that i would understand and honestly there were a couple of times where he was like and this motherfucker went so yeah, fast truly. <laughs> that i couldn't finish what i was saying yeah, and I that's that funny. Kind of fun <laughs> but there were just some times where like it, it was mostly during and hmm Actually, I may have to walk this back. I think it mostly happened during bucket endings. Oh, which is okay. Which that's that's uh, exclusive yeah, yeah, yeah. to the that's Ultra, Deluxe Ultra Deluxe edition. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm trying to think now if it came up outside of bucket endings, but I I kind of don't think it did. Bucket endings, more like bucket endings. Am I right? <laughs> it, literally, who cares? The only bucket <laughs> ending that matters is when you send it off at the escape pod. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But that's uh, <laughs> not for today's discussion. So I, I do want that brought up because, like, they make a big fucking deal about how money changed them. And they were trying to, like, still keep true to this 
like original Stanley parable shit in the ultra deluxe remake and so i'm not going to take points away from it but i want it brought up that like they fucking skipped some steps all right when they were programming new shit so yeah I mean, i'm gonna one give of them a point. prominent video game people outside of that like very very small projects outside of this nothing that even remotely touched well, the commercial or critical success of stanley parable yeah right and i think that's probably more tongue-in-cheek like that that again sort of almost meta narrative of like oh the success didn't go to our heads they really don't have enough success to stand on outside of this (laughs) so it doesn't really matter (laughs) the one dude has a podcast and crows 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 just makes like weird little fucking whatever mobile games (laughs) again one is called accounting plus like it's just right it's fine let me go download that on apple arcade real quick i'm gonna get everything (laughs) they have we're gonna cover it all in one episode uh All right. You probably could. You probably could. Yeah. So anyway, it's a point for me with an angry face. All right. Perfect. Uh, Up next, is it engaging? So that's, I'm going to say a half point, mostly because like the interest in this is to see what kind of different endings you get. And some are just fucking nothing. There are only like a handful out of that original 19 that are really like, oh, that's fucking cool like almost twilight zony sort of twist endings other ones are just they're fucking with you and that's it so if each one of these was super compelling and had a real payoff oh. for the amount of time that you're putting into it it'd be one thing that's not the yeah. case so it's going to be a half point uh no zero points for me <laughs> if i wasn't going to be like on this episode for you guys, I would not have... I would have stopped playing the game almost immediately. Lex, thank you for your but sacrifice. I want to know... And maybe it's just because I didn't find one of those, like, Twilight Zone endings out of, like, the half that I did find. Dan, will you will you describe one that you thought was, like... Uh, yeah, so... Um, I'm, I'm actually interested to hear which ending you choose as well. I mean, I, Kelsey and I both said that our favorite I, I mean shay did as well it was the mariella the mariella okay ending, i definitely where you're you're trapped in this okay so kelsey do you mind explaining how that plays out just because it's been a while since i've gotten it yeah let yeah let me see if i can remember so there's like a decision if i remember correctly where you go upstairs to your boss's office but instead you can go down the stairs and you go into the parking garage yeah and it's kind of like a long ending it's very like philosophical like you know whatever douchey like whatever do i exist who am i am i in my body like all that stuff but you you kelsey real quick i want you to tell i want you to tell the listeners how long that part of the ending takes um probably Two to three minutes. I no, would think. Wait, 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 Is this the ending where you're running around in circles and then you pass yes. out? Yes. And yeah. then yes. can I tell? Can I tell you guys? Something? No, I hated that. That's the. Can confusion. I tell you guys something? That's the confusion ending. I did not. No, 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 ev- Lex. No, I didn't ever find out that you oh. ran around in circles in that ending because I stayed by that car the whole damn time and then I died. <laughs> <laughs> I died. Okay, like, no. I just, I just sat on the bumper of a delivery truck for six Truly. minutes. Listening I was like, to this guy maybe I can get in a car. Yeah. Hey, listen. Philosophize. I did not even <laughs> know you. Yeah. No. It's I. I will complete an ending if there's one thing I'll do. It's yeah. like I'm gonna stay yeah. and wait. So I thought okay, that one I, was really good though. I thought that was the confusion ending, and I did. I did not enjoy it. I didn't think it was that good, but. 
That's did fun. you wait? Hold on, Lex. Did you get the confusion ending? I'm confused on what the confusion ending is. Now. So you literally go into a room and I, uh, you probably did not get the confusion. I just googled the confusion ending. You have to restart the ending. game like six, like eight times, I think. Okay, yeah, I probably it's like five been. restarts yeah. or something like that. No, also, no. Okay, you walk into a room and it says the confusion ending. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's also four and five sub endings on this wikipedia page but then there's also the bucket like split off okay i'm glad i we're not talking about the bucket endings no we're not talking about clear that up right now we're not talking about any of the bucket endings no no okay no No, my my uh my my verdict stands i'm not giving this that's fine point for that's fine all right I was just happy to see a woman, to be honest with you. It's like, man, I hate. True. I don't like this guy. <laughs> I'm about this Mariella life. <laughs> Kelsey, where are you at? Um. Okay. So, in my notes, I have this written down as a full point. That's insane because I played this game for like an hour, and then I was like, okay, I I like this game, but I need a break from it, and so I picked up the other game that I bought, and then I played that for about seven fucking hours over the weekend, and I. I think I'll give it a half point though, because I really was yeah. liking it. I think I'd probably go back to it, but I it's it's a little too kind of like up its own ass for me. So yes. <laughs> I think I'll give it a yes. half. Yes. That last sentence is where I'm at on this uh-huh. game. <laughs> really? Oh my yeah. god, what? Yeah, I No way. <laughs> this this game like puts itself up on this like highbrow pedestal and none of the endings are like <sighs> And, and again, like, is this me with the benefit of fucking 10 years of hindsight in video games? Mm. Or, like, is this me interpreting the message of the game, you know? And none of the none of the endings are, like, anything groundbreaking, you know? Mm. Like, in Inside, I know Inside came out after this game, but Inside has the same kind of message as, like, the most in-depth endings to this game, you know? Right, yeah. Mm. I, I, you know what? It, I think I think your original point stands that looking back at this ten years later, I think it loses so it much of its luster. Well. Like, yeah, this game does not age. Well. This was the inspiration for so many other things, including like right. not even just the the meta narrative aspect of this, but like what games could be as an art form. It also like inspired television shows. Severance, the the creators of Severance on Apple Plus said that they pulled so much of what that show is from this game like Mm. this went on to inspire a ton of different creatives and so like for that reason it it there is a cultural significance to what this game is but as a gamer in the in the year that we're in now it just kind of loses a lot of that because we've seen it so many done so many times since then and in better ways in some cases so yeah this is this is maybe harder to do than i had originally anticipated this is kind of like how people view friends now yeah like, yeah at at the in fucking 1994 the show was incredible you know <laughs> funny funny you should mention that specifically today <laughs> kit and i were sh- grocery shopping and and saw there's matthew a, perry yeah he does not look great no there's I'd a cry. friends branded creamer out right oh. right now like Ugh. just released like central perk fucking creamer I was going to say, speaking of wishing my coworkers would evaporate, like, I have coworkers who are like, yeah, but friends is my favorite. Some of them. Some of them. Like, it is truly, it's out there. It is out there. I was thinking, like, with Severance, I haven't seen Severance, but I've heard it's really, really good. I think this might go back to some of that, like, video game adaptation, like, 
I think it's easier to execute on fun in this kind of concept in a television show than it is in a game where you're like so immersed in it. So maybe that's why like something like Severance might be more successful, which again is successful, I guess, to our opinions because like Stanley Parable is really well received. But like it might explain yeah. like if we watch Severance and liked it, that might be why. Huh. Yeah. So point wise, what do you think, Inche? I'm going to give it a half point. Okay. On benefit of the doubt, I think. Okay. Because <laughs> my inclination is to give it a zero, but, like, I am truly, like, lost on the timeline for this mm, game. That's like, fair. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, if this was the first game that I ever played that had this kind of, like, choices meaningless in video games because it's a fucking video game, this would have been an incredible game to play in fucking, in, in my mind, in 1997. You know? <laughs> But if like, yeah. but if nobody had done Shay's it, like, until um, if it came out right after Pong, then I no. might have felt <laughs> like, what even is this? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like in Video my games mind, are just Pac-Man, or they were until the Stanley Parable <laughs> came out. <laughs> well, right, right, but that's what I'm saying. Like in my mind, the acceleration of the quality of video games happens in like the late '90s, early 2000s. You know? Yeah. And. Did we get to the Stanley Parable without somebody else having done this before? Like, did it did it get to 2013 without somebody else having done this before? And if that's the case, then yeah, this game would absolutely be engaging. But if my dumb ass is like, oh, somebody did this in 1997, and that's fucking wrong. <laughs> like, this was the first time you could play a game like this. Then hey, I mean, absolutely. You could, you, could, you could pick your starter in Pokemon Red and Blue. Those are pretty old. <laughs> Okay, why do we have you on this show? I, I'm a gamer. Dream Daddy content. <laughs> the dream. Listen, the so, rankings are out there. Catch me on Twitter. It would be right, amazing anyway, if, have... if Kelsey becomes a competitively ranked <laughs> Dream Daddy player. <laughs> speed running the Robert ending. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Robert. Half point. Okay. okay. God. Next All question. Right. As if. Does it look good? I mean, there's nothing, anything. It's it's a half point just by default. It's nothing special. Even in the Ultra Deluxe Edition, like, the textures are what the textures are. They cleaned it up from the Half-Life version to the standalone to the Ultra Deluxe. They just polished it up. But nothing is, like, incredible. It's, it's yeah. fucking office furniture. Like, yeah. Literally and figuratively. It's a half mm. point. Lex? Yeah. Agreed. I think that it doesn't, it's not, like... It's not zero zero points because like zero points would be like this hurt my eyes. It yeah. was literally like if it was oh, a is color, that, is it that, was beige. Is that your measurement for zero points? <laughs> would it be negative one if it was like <laughs> if it like gave you a seizure or something? I think that's a negative one. I required LASIK after playing this video. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burn no, corneas. I'd say I'm fine. I'm fine with half a point. That's fine. I like the museum stuff and the Firewatch stuff, and I think it looked good when yeah. it wanted to, when it needed yeah. to. Yeah, I'll go with Half Point also. I've been playing this in Three Houses, which has literal just JPEGs of, like, black <laughs> fruit in it, so half. Kelsey really dwells on that fruit cart. Glitch. I love that flat fruit stamp. It's everything to me. <laughs> I am not going to give it a point here. Okay. And, and my reasoning for it is because it doesn't look... It's a Half-Life mod yeah. in design. It doesn't improve on anything. And this, this is a little bit tainted by the Ultra Deluxe version. But, like, 
it doesn't look much better than a half-life mod in the ultra deluxe version uh, that's that's fair so i'm not gonna give it a point here i don't think it looks bad we've reached a, a real milestone in the, in the podcast in general because you are giving <laughs> pixel graphic oh, no. games full point Oh and my god! Whoa! Hold on, hold on. 3D games, zero that points. I'm just saying on. these are changes that have happened in the year of our Lord, 2023. I I'm have stoked not about given... it. Dan, what what game did what pixel graphic game did I give? Uh, to? we'll we'll let the archivists figure that shit out. There no, are pixel graphic right games. <laughs> you tell me right now. What game? Wait, what pixel graphics it? did I give a full point to? Wasn't it the last Pixel game that y'all talked about? Yep. No, I said I was on the fence about giving it a full point. Oh, maybe you talked about it for long enough that I because can myself the fucking, give it a full because point. Because the captain's fucking sprite looks like absolute shit on all of the worlds. Anyway. I'm not pulling up Google Docs. I'm just going to assume I'm correct <laughs> on this. <laughs> You're incorrect. It's my scores. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> up next. Is there replayability? <laughs> Boy, this is really okay. stretching that question, huh? Yeah. I mean, my gut says default would be a full point because that's what the game is built on. In the same way that we talk about roguelikes no. and things like that. But I think because what I know Lex's answer to be in this, is it worth... <laughs> but no, no, no. But, but, but honestly, is it worth doing multiple replays to get the different endings? In my opinion, yes, for some of these. But if I'm only basing off the original 19, not the the full fucking 40 some odd that are in ultra deluxe i i'm more inclined to stick with a half on this they hadn't really figured out everything by the time the original release was out so if we're strictly going off of the original standalone release half point i'm about to fucking explode no i i (laughs) I know disagree i know so hard that's why Um, (laughs) i think that you cannot compare this to a roguelike because this game, you know, the part of the uh, joke. I, I should I should clarify that statement. But, but go ahead. Shay has the okay. Okay, I'll I'll, 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 I'll drop that. I'll drop that. Am, I'll drop that. It's I fine. am like halfway out the window, about to scream this to the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Megaphone, like. No, no, what I mean no, is, okay, what I mean okay. is, I, I let me let me clarify. Sure, sure. It's sure. a game that's built to be played multiple times in the same way that yes. with a roguelike you're supposed to do yep. multiple runs that's the only comparison i'm making not that this is in anywhere okay. any way like as right compulsory like, as sure. annoyingly repetitive as a roguelike oh my god okay <laughs> no Some it, okay you are okay here's the thing <laughs> it's as soon as you have to do as, the same thing over and over again i'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> how many times have you played three houses <laughs> that's definitely yeah, hold not up. Even remote. Okay, we can it, talk about this off mic. The problem with the question of replayability is that once you have found an ending, you have zero reason to like experience that ending ever again. That's a very good point. And it's it's kind of like it has the ju- it has the same amount of replayability as a puzzle game, where once you've figured out the puzzle. Uh, uh, like or like uh, like an escape room is what I mean. Like once you have figured out the solution to this stuff, there's zero reason to ever experience it ever again. You know what? I think this game has zero. I'm I'm changing my score then. Actually, based on that logic, if say if you were to get all 19 endings, like if we're framing it in the in the form of like would I go through and get all those 19 endings again? No, fuck no. You're right. Yeah. Zero points. Good call. Yeah. 
Kelsey? I spent 25 American dollars on this game, so I'm giving it a point because when I got 17 minutes in and was killed by jumping off of a thing because I was like, I wonder if I can jump off of this and die, and I did. Oh, I was man. like, Did you get both of the jumping off endings? Yeah, because I was like, what the fuck? I, like, oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, I'm going to give it a full point because otherwise I wasted my fucking No, that's money. fair. I, I am so. fine with that. Yeah, and to me, like, <laughs> There's enough endings that I'm like, all right, this is, I could do this, like, more than once, you know? Sure. And if you, if you count a game as, like, getting every single possible ending and then you want to play it again, that's fucking insane. No one would ever do that ever. <laughs> that is kind of what this question is about, but. Yeah, yeah. That, explain, that explains your feelings towards roguelikes, that's for sure. When y'all say, like, replayability, you mean 100%ing the game and then doing it again? This is maybe our most objective question in this first set of five, I think. yeah. Yeah. And so I'm um, that's fine. Full point is absolutely fine. Yeah, uh, just like the philosophy of the question, like Yeah. Yeah, like, I uh, What is there a game out there that you guys would play 100% and then replay? Uh no. Yeah. no. I'm a JRPG guy, so yes, that well, is. I was going to say, yeah. Well, so the philosophy that I bring to this question is if I finish the story, would I play it again to see other branching paths? And right. often the answer is no. And it definitely is in this game. But I mean, in, what counts as finishing the sense, a story for this, though? In the sense that you like do two or three endings in this one and want to like do one or two more, yes, there is replayability. But like you learn pretty quick that none of the endings are telling you a different yeah. story. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I see so where like, you're from. so like all of the endings are like, um, fuck you, really? Right. It's that's all it's, it comes down to. It's not about 100%ing a game. It's about feeling like you've completed what the game designers expected you to yeah. have and then still wanting to play it after that. And there's plenty of games yeah, I mean, like, that I keep Far, coming back to. Far Cry to. 5, I yeah. will play again and again and again and again. We literally just right. did. Literally Even I mean, though it's just the I same th- the like people, exact thing yep, over and yeah. over. Yeah, oh I, I mean, so the, the the disparity between Far Cry 5 and this game is that Far Cry 5 has, like, probably, like, 40 hours of story uh-huh. that, yeah. that you can burn through and forget. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This one, the the runs, like, like I know, and, and the fucking museum ending kills me to death because, like, it's, <laughs> right to death. it's so clear how much thought they put into, like, length of these runs and it just it just doesn't do it for me. You know what I mean? That's, like no, that's too, totally they're fine. Too quick. Like, they're too well, quick. And it yeah. doesn't it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. I think we're gonna get into very similar tracks of discretion during this next point. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. The next point yeah, well, is is that a zero for that one? Sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. Okay. Yes. I I don't know if I said that officially, but it's a zero for okay. me. Yeah. Alright, our next question is is there a story? So, yes, this is a narrative game. It's the whole point. It's all story, not a whole lot of gameplay. The merit is the debatable part here, but if we're just strictly going by the literal question, is there a story, I'm going to have to relent and give it a full point. Lex? Yeah, I can agree with that. I don't... So I don't know where else this slots in, but I really was just interested in what you guys have to think about this. I'm fine giving a full point, too, but just very quickly... A lot of the reviews I saw in this game were talking about how hilarious it was. I think there's some very fun writing 
I think the narrator. I think the writing. I think their narrator is good, and the writing was good. Did you guys laugh once while playing this game? No. Yes. But I also played it with Kit in the room, and like. Oh sure, playing it with someone else would would definitely be a different experience. I don't I don't laugh at television shows when I'm sitting by myself, but if I'm with somebody, I'm strangely more inclined to sometimes. (laughs) Kelsey, did you did this game make you laugh at all? I'm trying to remember. I yeah. I think I did, but only in that like shocked way, like when I like fell off of that platform <laughs> immediately. Like I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But that kind of like humor is not necessarily my bag. Sure. So like, I think mm-hmm. it's just like I don't think it's unfunny. It is just not my style. Yeah. There there are like that was part of like the ultra deluxe thing where they find the Steam reviews. Uh, that <laughs> that was pretty yeah. funny. I didn't yeah. like, like you said, like I probably would have laughed at it if I was playing with someone else, and like that's a different experience. I, there was a few oh places God. where can I, I tell you, can I tell you something yeah. real quick? What? I feel like a, such a fucking idiot. <laughs> what? Oh no! I'm doing, I'm doing the fucking memory lane shit, and he's talking about fucking the pressurized gas reviews, and I'm like, <laughs> was that <laughs> back in 2013? Was that a game store? <laughs> I no dumbass, I'm talking about Steam. I love oh. it so much. That's oh, all that's all ultra deluxe than stuff. anything that yeah. happened in this sh- That's all ultra deluxe <laughs> stuff. It's technically off the table for this yeah. particular discussion, but oh. but yeah, but I will say amazing. I will say there are like there there are negative reviews for this game on Steam that's like, "Oh, it's not funny at all. The narrator's fool himself, whatever." And I I don't agree with that. I think the writing no. is good. And I just didn't like I saw YouTubers talking about how this game made them laugh so hard and it's so so funny and I just didn't I didn't know if I it was I'm just dead inside. Yeah, fucking send me the clips. There, I I think it comes down to social psychology, honestly. Like whether or not you laugh when you're by yourself or with a group. Like it's the same thing with like I'll watch stand up specials by myself and I won't audibly laugh. Bo Burnham makes a joke about that whole thing of like at least you breathe out of your nose kind of thing. (laughs) <laughs> whereas you're it, it's a weird social thing where like if you're in a crowd you're more likely, you're more likely to laugh to, like it's yeah. it's a it's a it's just this weird social construct and psychology thing i think the game is funny but it's you know yeah. i i like sketch comedy and this very much so has a sketch comedy feel to it at times sure, sure. yeah okay uh, yeah that's i just was wondering where you guys were at with that I, i'm good giving this a point uh kelsey uh, yeah, I'll give it a point also. Just, it has a story. Without it, it's nothing. So it's... <laughs> Yeah, without it, I guess it's just a, like, day-to-day life simulator, yeah. depending yeah. on what your employment is, I guess. Check. Yeah, as as Dan was explaining his reasoning, I was like, it does it does have a story. It's not a good story, but it does yeah. have one. So I'll give it a yeah, point. Yeah, well, okay. y'all should have thought to add, is that it doesn't have a good story. Yeah. Is that the justification for a half? Is that where we knock it down? I mean, I think with the flexibility of, like, the replayability question, like, I just, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, it's your guys' podcast, but, like... Yeah, this is less objective, generally, because yeah. we're not talking about the merit. I think the merit ends up right. coming through with, yeah, stuff like you're right. yeah. engagement. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, full point, it does have a story. Not a good one. And fucking finally, oh here God. we go. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, eight years later. Is it worth the cost? So this retails for the original standalone edition for fourteen ninety nine across the board. That includes the original 19 endings. And for that cost, for that amount of gameplay, I'm at 
probably a three. I think it's much more worth it to play the Ultra Deluxe Edition if you're going to do one, but that is currently out of our price range uh, as it only dropped midway through last year. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty comfortable at a three for this one. Can I say real quick, by the way, that it is wild to me that they dropped the Ultra Deluxe version of this game six months before the 10-year anniversary. Yeah. They dropped it on my birthday. It was for me. Oh. oh so, like, a full year. A full yeah. year. Now, before it was supposed to be out a couple years before that. They ran into some programming snags. Okay. It was, like, COVID-19 it was supposed, delays. Yeah. yeah. I think initially it was slated to be released in either 2019 or 2020. And it just got delayed to all hell. So, I mean, it was kind of circumstantial that it was that close to the 10-year anniversary. It's just something they'd been working on in the background. And then once they made the announcement, things just kind of, like, yeah. fell apart. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Lex, where you at? So I did buy the Ultra Deluxe because I figured out, you know, if I'm going to experience this, I want to be able to experience the rest of the stuff. And I am I regret it. <laughs> I did not think... It was worth. I don't even know if it was worth the fourteen ninety nine or the fifteen bucks or whatever it is for the first one. I think that there's just not enough to this. Yeah, I'm gonna say a two. I think a two is where I'm at. Okay. I also bought Ultra Deluxe and I also gave it a two. I think I bought the Witness for twenty dollars, which is less yeah. than the Ultra Deluxe, and I feel like I got way more out of that in terms of like both variety and like things to think about and like Mm -hmm. in a game that's comparatively like is it a game i don't know like i am gonna go with that one every time so i just yeah i think i think the unfortunate comparison with the witness and for whatever reason it makes sense to stack this game up against the witness but in the witness you have fucking agency over the puzzles you're solving and then like (laughs) at the end you realize yeah you don't have agency in this game, they make it very clear from the beginning that you're like, even if you think you have agency, it's like a big old fuck you, you know? And for, for me, like, The Witness is a mystery that I want to, like, unravel and solve, and I feel like I'm, like, uncovering interesting things. Like, even if they're not, like, hard evidence as to what happened or right, whatever, yeah. I'm like, yeah. this is interesting, and my brain is, like, happy and engaged, like, thinking about it, or, like, interested in it. Whereas, again, like, if my work was just empty all of a sudden, <laughs> don't know if i'd have that same like what happened kind of feeling you also have a narration in your head at all times yes yeah the narration i was just about to say like really like you can make choices but it's still driving you like yeah it's controlling you and that's the other thing is that like even if you think that you would want to solve like you're blocked from finding out what happened to your co-workers you know right and like i guess there is an ending where it's like your coworkers don't exist or whatever right but like i don't know can we give zeros on this yeah yeah <laughs> if you want to if you don't feel it's a game worth playing at all absolutely i mean i think i i'm gonna give it a one okay at, at the 15 at the 15 dollar price point i will say that both times i have tried to buy the ultra deluxe edition it's been on sale for pretty cheap like i i bought this for the podcast for eight dollars i think definitely 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 get it on sale but at 14.99 i will give it a one okay yeah and again i think that i think that that might just be my not understanding the timeline on 
games about themselves. I, I think that's totally fine, honestly. All right, so that's going to put our final scores for today. Six points from both me and Kelsey, 4.5 points from Lex, and 3.5 points from Shay. So we're kind of on the fence about this overall. I'm going to say now that we've done all of this, I genuinely feel like the best way to experience this would just be to watch playthroughs on YouTube without commentary. It, mm-hmm. You can experience mm-hmm. exactly the same amount from just watching somebody else do this as you yeah. would doing it yourself. Because there's no actual mm-hmm. gameplay element to it, if you're just interested in the programming, the writing, and stuff like that, you can just watch somebody do it without commentary and you'd be fine, honestly. If you do want to experience it yourself, I 1,000% agree with Shay. Do so when it's on sale. Like, if you're going to buy Grossly it... Grossly on sale. Yeah. I would say. 10 or less is a pretty solid price point for this. Yeah. But... So, guys, uh, do you want to play a game? Yes. Yes, I do. Lex, hook a key out of my trachea while I have to remain completely silent. I would love to play a game. That is, of course, the silence circle from Saw 3D. Absolutely it is. A classic, a classic trap. Okay, so Kelsey and I work together on this quiz. It's going to be eight multiple choice questions. And... Almost all of them have to do with the games that you guys have covered for on your podcast. Don't worry, we didn't get into like the nitty gritty of like exactly. <laughs> I'm like, so how concerned you... about how this is gonna go. <laughs> the seventy three no, times we've talked about uh, Metal Gear Solid without including it in the quiz. Yep. Yep. Um, no, so just to give you a taste, like this first question should be relatively, hopefully, pretty easy. Are we um, are we playing as a team? Yeah. I think you guys should. So is this gonna Co-op. this yeah. is gonna be added to both of our our scores? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you yeah. can double it and pass it to the next person type too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So here's the first question. Including this episode, how many games have you officially covered on this podcast? And I mean like the individual title... games. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like individual the game... titles. <laughs> Not, did you talk about the game on the podcast? I mean, what, like, the main podcast, what the main game of the podcast episode was about. How many games did you have? Okay, so it's 50 plus. This is 50. Can you even imagine all of the games that y'all have talked about, what that total would be? (laughs) My God. Like, did you ever brought them up on the podcast? Honestly, I was like, did this motherfucker count how many games into this? My God. Okay, no, I I would guess that 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 number is, like, close to 400. It was a thousand at this point. Yeah. Um, Okay, so. Okay, so. Do you want the multiple choice, or you want to? Uh, Let me see if I can get it first, just. Just I was I wanna... gonna say I don't I don't think we need multiple choice on this one, but okay, uh, that's fine. All we've right. done a couple where it was covering more than one. So my name is Mayo one and two. We did at the same yep. time, and then are we counting Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, as a single game or uh, three games? I counted games? those all as a single game. As a single game? Well, shit. I counted those ones specifically. Yeah. Okay. Did we do any others where we covered two games, Shay? Yes, we did. We did Golf Club Wasteland yeah. and Dangerous Golf. Yes. Okay, so that's and we did. also did My Night Job and Riddled Corpses EX. All right, so that's fifty-three if we're not counting Uncharted One, Two, and Three as individual oh, games. Oh fuck, <laughs> fuck! I feel like there's one more in there. All right, what's the multiple choice? Just so we can. <laughs> I think we're sitting uh, at it's... fifty-three, but yeah. 
what it what did a a 51 b 52 c 53 d 54 Oh boy. Fuck. Oh boy. Fuck Busted. <laughs> Cuz we talked about Undertale twice, but that shouldn't no, count. No, because it was Oh, it was only Deltarune was like what the episode was about. Right. We just yeah. we just discussed it in yeah. in passing. Fuck, I think it's Okay. I'm, I'm just multiple choice brain. 53. It's got to be 53. Yeah. I think it's 53. Final answer. It is the final answer. That's your locked in final answer. The answer is D fifty four. What did oh, we miss? Fuck. What was yeah. yeah, what was uh, the one that we missed? I did save my Excel. I saved it on my work computer though. <laughs> so I don't okay, have it. So we'll get the <laughs> so answer tomorrow. I, I will send you that Excel. I'll pull up I'll pull up the, the list. Yeah. I okay. don't have it open in front of me, but Son yeah. of a bitch. But we'll 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 get back to that later that was, still, uh, that was pretty good that's fine i'm pulling up yeah. the anchor you guys were close <laughs> you guys named all the ones you did are we, i'm gonna fucking on? are we disputing it i'm gonna fucking challenge on that one. Oh my gosh flag okay. on the play so you've done Hold 50 50 right and then what were the ones you did actually you did golf club wasteland on. and dangerous golf and mayo one have, and two i actually Uncharted, have 52 <laughs> actually have 52. no you're missing must, t- you're missing i must two. not have included one um yeah <laughs> zombies two games for zombies yeah. Yeah. little corpses and my night job was one my name is mayo and my name is mayo two and the golf games and the golf games i feel like there might be one more although i don't have an excel but yeah i need to get the excel let's let's move on all right you can give us that point again later <laughs> i was gonna say yeah. i'm gonna cha- i'm gonna challenge that one i think i think yeah. that we were right with 53 me too so my first question, hopefully this will be a nice softball for you guys. Which single game that you've covered, so like Uncharted Collection does not count because that was very difficult to figure out. What single game that you've covered has grossed the most according to the, I'm sure, preeminently trustworthy website VG Insights? Is it A, Undertale, B, Batman Arkham Asylum, C, Hollow Knight, or D, Saints Row the Third? It's not a gross the highest amount according to what reputable site according to <laughs> reputable site vg insights vg of course video game <laughs> it's it's I'm gotta be arkham batman and it's gotta saints be arkham row. saints row has had like three different releases though arkham's had a bunch too has it yeah i because they I did the vr they did the vr they did a remaster the, the return to arkham but even even with the original release there's no fucking way it wasn't there's, there's um, no I'm gonna way say it's not Arkham. Arkham then. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say Arkham. Good guess, but sadly, Jesus no. It is Saints Row the Third. Oh, and, I fucking and, knew it! God and, damn it! I'm sorry. And this shocked me. This truly shocked me. Hollow Knight is actually the runner-up, not Batman. Really? Yes, and then it's uh, Batman, and then it's Undertale after that. I, li- We're Dan, all working Dan. off of faulty information. I'm I'm not. <laughs> I gotta, well, I, hey, VGInsights.com, i got to tell you, the Telltale series absolutely pulled sales from that game absolutely did like the walk wait the telltale like the walking dead no guys? no so telltale did a batman series also oh oh, and oh, it oh. absolutely because it did came out no it came out around the time that arkham would be doing remakes and shit oh i and see I, I guarantee you that that pulled sales from that game how much <laughs> uh, you know what i'm fine everything's fine <laughs> 
Uh, hey, so... if you if you have a problem with it, truly take oh, it no, up. No, 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 no. I'm sure that you're right. I, it's just I, I, that just, just boggles my mind. It is. It was shocking. If you guys makes you make you guys feel any better, I just logged on. I remote in, I remoted <laughs> into my work computer to pull up the Excel, and I did the boneheaded classic Excel mistake of including. Oh my god! You counted f- your headers. My header. Oh <laughs> no! So the right. Correct. You were right. <laughs> it was C fifty three. Fuck yeah! Uh, you do get the point. Hell for the yeah! First question. All right. All right. And Hell yeah. they forgot to carry the Good. one somewhere in the math, and it definitely was Arkham. <laughs> <laughs> two for two. <laughs> All right, moving on. Are you guys ready for my question? Yeah, God. My next one. All right. So, which game of the ones that you've covered, the 53 that we've established, <laughs> uh, as of this recording, which is the cheapest to buy, not including like any sales that are going on? Like, what uh, out of these games that they retail, which are the cheapest? And I'll give you four, the four. Uh, Got Multiple choice yep, here. Got a yeah. is four-sided fantasy. B is my night job. C mm-hmm. is ruse. Reus. 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 Yeah. Reus. Oh, Reus. Thank you. And D in German, is it's Royce, but I don't Royce, know what it is there you go. in real yeah. life. And then D is oxen free. Oh wow! Out of those four, because uh, got, my name is Mayo, is a job. dollar. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's gotta, uh, it's gotta yeah. be my night job. Oh, oh, mm. wait, wait, Lex. Yeah. Does this question include the Apple Arcade subscription? <laughs> or, excuse me, the Netflix subscription? No, it does not. No, no. I, I didn't try to trick you. Because Oxen, Oxenfree is is uh, free. Yeah. Is free. Yeah. With no. a Netflix subscription. Yep. Um, All of these prices Let's are Steam on Steam. So. Okay. Uh, it, it's gotta be my night job. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. You wanna that. lock it in? Go for it. That is the, <laughs> my night job for three three ninety nine. It is the yeah. not including like free games that you can get like Del, Del, Delta Rune or whatever. Sure. That mm. is the cheapest game you guys have talked about. Allegedly, you're gonna have to pay for that at some point. But. Yeah, that's what he keeps saying, but I don't believe it. <laughs> I, I still, right, I still. Just s- like I'm just gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep just dropping keep going. free shit. Well, for you. Keep going. Uh, quick, quick side note on that: the the next three episodes will all be bundled together, and it will be a paid thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Mm. All right. but you know, I'll believe it when I see yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so which single game that you've covered? So, like, not the double episodes. Have you talked about the longest without a guest? So, like, holy, this is basically fuck. like which of the oh. time scam timestamps on your episode is the oh, longest? Boy. <laughs> okay, is it Foul Play, <laughs> Call of Cthulhu, Mm-mm. Inside, or The Last Campfire? Ooh. Inside feels Fuck. right, but is it Call of Cthulhu though? Where was I mean, our mental health? Just, yeah, well, that's <laughs> see that our mental health was questionable during both of those. So right, that's what I'm saying. Which one was worse? I, I feel like I feel like we hated. Hmm. We hated oh, Call see, of Cthulhu, is... so we might have ranted yeah. about that one a whole lot. Yeah, but. This reasoning is so funny to me. <laughs> but we're just like it's a. But we're just we're just talking about the timestamp of the episodes Purely themselves. Purely the episode. I, the I episode know. I know that it's not foul play. What, what was D? It was the last campfire. It's definitely not that yeah, one. I don't think so either. 
I, sh- I shit on that game so hard and so fast. <laughs> we were out of Diarrhea there. Diarrhea it all over that bitch. We were out of there in 52 minutes. <laughs> oh, man, this is really a fucking coin toss, huh? Uh, I feel like it's not going to be what we fucking think it is because that's how it's been in our whole life. I, it's got to be called Cthulhu. We shit on that so hard. I think we probably ranted about it for a while. That's that's my <laughs> guess. Well, I think the other thing with I think the other thing with Call of the Call of Cthulhu is that we kind of tried to offset it with games we did playing that were good. Yeah, there's so many other so, factors. Man, I'm with you on Call of Cthulhu, but it really could go either. Yeah, way. let's say Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, that's correct by like two minutes. So yeah, it was between that and I think um, Inside was the other one that was very high runtime. So nice work. Great. That's hey, a point. Thank you. Woo! You guys are killing Crushing it. Crushing it, killing it. Getting it right even when we think you're not getting it right. right? <laughs> um, <laughs> What's our right, longest? This one, this one, I think, uh, might might trip you guys up a little bit. This one right. is, out of the games you guys have, out of the ones that are on Steam, which have the highest Steam rating? Okay? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> a is the game we talked about today, The Stanley Parable. B Gotta be is, that one. B is Bro Force. C is Into the Breach. And D is the Uncharted series. Uncharted's on Steam? Yeah. Oh. Cool. Uh, Shit. Fuck. (laughs) It's either Stanley Parable or Uncharted, right? I was going to say, I was like 100% in on Stanley Parable until he said the Uncharted collection. But it's, I mean... He did say it's going to trip us up. So, did you say Despot's game? No, no. Into the Breach was the one that he said oh. that he was on. I so Fucking I think self-serving motherfucker. It's not that one. I can guarantee <laughs> you, it's not that. I one. would. The only reason I would argue that it probably is is because it's such a niche game. I can tell you, it's the Steam community is divided on that game. Are they people? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Cool. People people love that game or they hate that game, and. So the fucking Steam rating is like a six, a high six. I, Uncharted seems right only because it had been out for so long before it probably hit Steam that like you'd have to go out of your way to want to play it on Steam. I feel like those games don't translate well to PC. It's possible. I'm going to defer to you on this one. Oh, fuck, because I was going to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I said it first. Yep, you did. <laughs> fucking flip a coin dan honestly it's gonna be neither one of those two right it's gonna it, you're you're gonna be right it's gonna be fucking into the breach fuck it wild card baby we're going we're going <laughs> we're going into the breach i don't give a shit we're gonna be wrong no matter oh, what man. right you oh made me my God. you almost made me so happy i thought when you were saying like fuck it yes. wild card i thought you no, were gonna say too. bro force was it bro force which was the correct answer <laughs> The one we didn't Bro even Force consider. Is Steam. Broforce is on Steam. Is. That's the only way I've played it is on Steam. Um, uh, it has that makes a, so much goddamn should... sense in retrospect. <laughs> it has I should really pay attention to when Dan is telling me uh, what consoles <laughs> games are available on. <laughs> Literally say the start of every single Aww. discussion. All right. You All right. are we, correct. That is correct. I have this is an on equally... Me. A, an equally hard question that might uh, that can get you a bonus point to make up for this point sure. is if you can tell me no multiple choice on this one, but if you guys can tell me the lowest Steam rated game you guys have covered, 
if it's not my name is mayo i'm gonna fucking scream <laughs> no it's gonna be my name is mayo too it's gonna be real corpses ex no i don't know it's it's one of those it's gotta be it's gotta be like a weird indie that we've covered i'm i don't have a solid any, guess any what other you... guesses and any other guesses yeah, let me if name you, all I'm of them. Nexomon, fucking. Uh... <laughs> no, man, Nexomon, Nexomon fucking oh rules. Nexomon, really good. Nexomon. <laughs> uh, it wasn't anything I've mentioned so far. No. All right, then I'm I'm solid. Not getting a bonus. It is. It was beyond eyes. Oh yeah, actually, good. makes sense. Fucking good. Fuck that game. Oh, that game was fucking trash. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm happy. 66, I'm happy not getting a bonus and also knowing that other people. Whoa, that. whoa! Hold okay. on a second, Lex. What did you say that Beyond Eyes had as the lowest fucking game that we've ever covered? Sixty-six. Isn't that crazy? Sixty-six. That that's the my fucking. Name is, my name, my is, name Mayo? is Mayo. My name has is Mayo. A, has a two thirty-four. Oh my god! And that's out of all of the reviews on recent reviews. Of 15 users in the past 30 days, it has 100%. Oh, my God. Ah, uh, right. Look. Jesus fine. Christ. Fine. Yeah. Anyway. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Next, Green Book Christ. won Best Picture the year that it came out. So, Great you know, point. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of idiots out there. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> all right. Oh. All right. This Maybe this one will be easy. I debated, like reworking this one because I realized it was probably really easy but I don't know if it actually will be so anyway what is the oldest game that you've covered so like earliest release that I could find on a Google on great good good website Google is it Shadow of the Colossus old friend Batman Arkham Asylum which I spelled wrong even though I wrote it (laughs) above correctly Octodad or Stealth Inc Ooh, that throws a wrench into the works because I was leaning towards Shadow of the Colossus because that was a PS2 era game originally. But so was Stealth Inc. I think it may have been. I'm, I'm still going Shadow of the Colossus. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's fine. Unless you have a. When did Octodad come out though? See, the original Kelsey, Octodad is a problem. Sp- <laughs> yeah. Kelsey, Wait, I'm looking at your spelling of asylum. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, bitch. Okay, whatever. Uh, Lex, can you uh, give us a uh, spell, a national spelling bee? Yeah. No, no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not yeah, going to put her on blast. Like I'll put myself on blast. Okay, once you've answered the question, if you get it right, I'll spell it how I spelled it in my. Is notes there an here. E oh, in it? God damn it. Um, we'll, if you get the question right, we will find out. I, it's if it's not Shadow of the Colossus, I I don't know what it is. When. Are you thinking Shadow of the Colossus came out? Again, it was PS2 era for the original release. That puts it in the early 2000s. Gross, really? Yeah. That's what the PS2 was around? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Christ. I was playing it in high school. Shadow of the Colossus. Fuck it. I don't care. It's fine. That's the one. Yep. Ready, set, go. Uh, I, sp- I spelled Asylum A-S-Y-L-Y-M. <laughs> 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 the only better way to, 
to spell asylum is A S Y Scarecrow Snipple L Y M. Literally, uh, don't know what came over Kelsey, me because I, I don't, again, I, I don't know how you right. did it, but you 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 made the S backwards. I don't know. How you, <laughs> it's because of my twisted mind. <laughs> but yeah, Shadow of the Colossus was a 2005 joint, uh, and then Batman was 2009, which was the Sweet, next oldest you. one they all covered. So when the fuck did Octodad come out then? 2010, maybe. Awesome. Jesus okay. Christ, I'm, that's embarrassing. Yeah, time is slipping into the <laughs> oh, future. Boy, yeah, y'all ready for my my final question? Yes. And you know it had. Uh, you know I wasn't going to let you guys Joe. off. With, <laughs> Joe. Talking about uh, some board games up in this mix. Hell yeah! So. Oh, I was really hoping we'd have a question about Skyrim. Out, oh, Kelsey still has one more uh, because because um, I guarantee no. that Skyrim is the game that has come up the most. Has fucking has to be. <laughs> Gotta be. All right, um, good. Which of these games has a physical tabletop version? A Hyperlight Drifter, B Uncharted, C Call of Cthulhu, D All of the Above. Oh, you bastard. Call of Cthulhu for sure does. I don't know if there's an Uncharted board game. I cannot imagine that there's not an Uncharted board game. It's just such a cash cow. Fucking ass. With all of the above. But Hyperlight Drifter, Hyper Drifter is the thing. That does. What? How would you make that game into a board game? I don't know. Right? I will I will re I will reread the original question just because it's important, okay? Which of these games has a physical tabletop version? If you well, put your PlayStation on the table, does right, that count? Yeah. <laughs> physical <laughs> like, tabletop version. I Did very... Hyperlight Drifter come with fucking Skylanders? Who who the fuck knows? Skylanders. <laughs> what are you guys locking in? I I think it's just Call of Cthulhu. If you say Call of Cthulhu definitely has a board game, I am saying it's only that one. If you fuck me on this, Lex, <laughs> there's got to be a reason he included all of the above. There's got to be. Don't Just don't to you. yourself. Here. I know. I'm doing what you do when I make quizzes. Ah, <sighs> uh, see now I just go on bullshit now. <laughs> I've learned. I'm just I'm I'm really struggling to think what the the tabletop version of. It's all of the above. I'm saying it's it's all of the above. Fucking, I go down with the ship, but I'm not right. happy. About I'm not this either. <laughs> Uncharted, you guys... Uncharted is the fucking sticking point here. Not hyper. It's yeah. it's gotta have it's gotta have a tabletop version, right? But like, what the fuck tabletop version of Hyper Light Drifter would there be? Anyway, Dan you said D. Know? We're going You're locked in. You are correct. All right, Hyper Light Drifter has a role-playing game fucking cool out yeah it looks pretty no, freaking sweet not cool. No, that's not cool no <laughs> why is that not cool you love it's you love stupid that stuff. it's stupid i love it so much oh brutal <laughs> it's stupid okay. okay it's stupid all right don't yeah. fucking listen listen to the episode we like we get the point like but listen to the episode like i i complained about <laughs> hyperlight drifter enough it looks pretty pretty rad is all i'm gonna say anyway okay, okay. all it's right yeah fuck, you're right cool. about Fucking uncharted fine. being a, a cash cow. that's the one i'm uh, what the be. fuck yeah. do you do in uncharted yeah 
Yeah, I'm sure it's I, a risk. Um, a if you wait for one of your other players to like finish their phone call, you can end the board game. Like, in the <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, Call of Cthulhu was a board game first. Yep. Before I did know that up. one. Okay, that That's that was what was wild. fucking me up. That that actually influences my opinion of that game so yeah. much more. Yeah, than really knowing like anything more about negative game. about it. <laughs> No. Yeah, it no. was pretty panned. It was no. not like pe- people who love the board game hated the video game. Yeah. It, well, that's that's what I'm saying. I think we is discussed that, like, it a little bit during the episode how it like it it's loosely based on and it's like it's been adapted a couple times and like it just wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. All right, our All right. final question. Kelsey. Last question. Um, I don't have any theme except that I'm really like narcissistic, and so I just put up one about my own guest experiences on this podcast. What is the highest rating that I have given a game on this podcast? And this is, of course, before we rated today's. So these are the options: nine, eight point five, eight, and seven point five. Ah, shit. I... All right. I thought she was gonna toss a softball and give us the name of the like name a two. Of the yeah, which which of <laughs> oh, these never games mind. did Sorry, I rate yeah. the highest? <laughs> I do I do have the notes on the game that I rated the highest, but I didn't include like an example. Can you tell me what the game that you rated the highest was? It was uh, Edith. It was probably Edith. 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 Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a nine. Final answer. I said that with so much fucking. You really confidence. did. <laughs> You've been the, you've been the no keeper, so I'm fine. I'm fine handing that one off. <laughs> all right, all right, real quick, let's let's run through the games that Kelsey has been on for. Right, what what remains of Edith Finch uh, was one of them. Doki uh, Doki 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 cannot possibly be the highest one. Ten out of ten. <laughs> what other ones have we had her on for? Kelsey, what else have you done? <laughs> um, I did what remains of Edith Finch. I did Doki Doki, and I did Return of the Over Den. Oberdin. That's okay. Oh, it's got to be that one. It's got. I, I still think it's. What, what were the options? Nine, eight point five, garbage, and garbage. Right? <laughs> nine, eight point five, eight, and seven point five. Nine points for Oberdin. It's got to be nine points for Oberdin. I think it's a nine points for Oberdin. I, I think the only point that she didn't give it was, does it look good? Final it answer. Yeah. Doesn't. Yeah. Because it fucking doesn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. it fucking doesn't. It might have been an eight point five. Besties. Yeah. Uh, all right. It is an eight. It's an oh, eight. Eight? And you know what? And you know Bullshit. what? Bullshit! It's an eight for both What Remains of Edith Binch and Return of the Oberdin. What What other point did you take away from Oberdin? Oberdin got one for work, one for engaging, 0. 0.5 for look good, 0. 0.5 for replayability, one for story, and four for cost. Oh, oh fucking roped myself on that well, one. God damn it. That's what? Okay. Four. Okay. Five points in total for both Shay and myself? Added to our, that's still pretty our good. Own big boards. Yeah, you got I'm two, happy with it. two from me. Yeah. And that's double because you each get And them, I'm so. also convinced that uh, Arkham made the most money, and I will figure that out in my own time. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> Blow up VG Insights headquarters over it. <laughs> I recommend. <laughs> I was going to say, Dan, it, it doesn't matter what actually made the most money because Kelsey did clarify that it was according to VG Insider. <laughs> I trust them with my life on that's this true. Floor, I'm sure. <laughs> I remember those packs that you made with VG Insider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I stay looking so we young. Actually, we actually had to negotiate with them to get you on our show. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually contracted with them to just be All their right. spokesperson. Well, five points added to both big boards, and that is just about going to do it for us today. Woo. 
Thank oh, you, guys. Oh, wait, it's not, Dan. Oh, God. We gotta what? find a new sound effect. Oh, no. Because oh you've God. reached your first point milestone. <gasps> You're kidding! Hooray. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Which will result in a prize that will come not on air, but you can talk <laughs> about it next time. <laughs> We record, but I want everybody to know that Dan has reached his first point plateau. What? Yeah. Do I? So is it just a mystery what I've won for me too for the current moment? I mean, I'm I'm gonna send it to you like after we're done recording. Okay. So cool. <laughs> you can tweet about it. It's Perfect. the deed to Shay's home. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's so cool. All right. Thank hey, <laughs> Congratulations, thanks to Lexi Dan. And Kelsey for like getting me to the first plateau. Thanks, guys. And thank yeah, you so no much problem. for being on the episode, our fiftieth celebration. Um, where can people find or follow you guys? As we've talked about on the show before, uh, you can find me on me and Shay do a podcast called Virtually Analog, where we talk about board games and video games as well. And so you can find us at virtuallyanalog.info. Yeah, that's that's about it for me. Uh, yeah, you can find me at Loafboy, that's L-0-A-F-B-O-I, on Twitter, Instagram, I guess, if you want. And I'm also on Twitch now under that name, because my previous name had nothing to do with any of my other social media. So I was like, maybe I should update it. So Loafboy there, too. If you want to watch uh, the most occasional streams in human history, you could follow me on Twitch at Loafboy. But you know... I did make a very scary character in Dream Daddy to replay excellent. it. So. Excellent. <laughs> Catch excellent. it. Fucking, Catch the it. fucking Godfather version of Benoit the Blanc. Mo- <laughs> the most horrifying man you can imagine. Just make him worse. And that's what I look Perfect. like. <laughs> As for us, you can follow us on social media at BNGPod on both Instagram and Twitter, where we post custom artwork for every episode as well as sales that you should be aware of. We may be leaving Twitter soon. We'll f- we're still in the process of figuring that out. If you'd like to share the show, you can do so with our hosting site, which is anchor.fm slash bngpod. And if you want to follow us on Twitch, where I plan this weekend to start streaming the very end of Resident Evil Village again. You can do that at twitch.tv slash bngpodcasts. And as always, if you want to send us an email for any reason, you can do so at brokeendgamingpod at gmail.com. Thank you to everybody who's taken part in any of these episodes. Thank you to all of our listeners for getting us to 50 episodes. It's This has been a ton of fun, and we're looking forward to making more episodes for you. But, Shay, what are we playing next time? Next time, Dan, we'll be playing a little game called My Friend Pedro. So make sure you tune in for that. But until next time, goodbye absolutely everyone. Goodbye. Ah. Bye. Everybody rolling? Yeah, I was like worried, but I sniffled and it was like, hey, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) You got those nose wavelengths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little like the flicker on the, the, what, what do you call that thing? The like sinus rhythm? No, that's like the heart. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sinus rhythm. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's cool. We got the stinger immediately. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, Lord.
your podcast needs stupid shit, you guys know I'm here to provide. <laughs> <laughs>